0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Changing the Game. We hope you enjoy learning about the unique journeys of our guests and the valuable insights they share on diversity and innovation in business. Remember to keep following your passions and never be afraid to think differently and challenge the status quo. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and follow us on social media for more inspiring stories and valuable information on startups, investments, and entrepreneurship. And special thanks to our partner, Vitch Ventures, for powering this show. Changing the Game is powered by Vitch Ventures, the venture partner that their founders aim for the extraordinary and will nurture the innovation ecosystems of one million seeds. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the show on your preferred podcast platform. It will help us to grow and to make sure more people get access to the valuable information and inspiration we share on Changing the Game. Thanks for listening. Okay, Uh, welcome, everyone, and welcome to Changing the Game. Uh, Today is a special day because we're changing the changing the game. And today, I have a privilege to have with me uh, Nicole and Rebecca. Uh, Nicole was in the very mm-hmm. first launch of Changing the Game, so that goes two years plus. Yeah. Uh, when we launch, we launch with Carmen and Nicole. So, welcome. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks for having
0: us. Yeah. Good to be here. So, uh, well, we, we always start changing the game in the same way. So, today is different because we have two guests mm-hmm. as opposed to one, and we live say a bit more fun uh we start a bit you know we we always want to know a little bit about yourselves not venture, not professional so uh, a little bit about rebecca and nicole yeah sure mm-hmm.
1: yeah sure so me uh from ireland originally from the west coast galway and um, i came out to australia many years ago well, about 13 years ago as a backpacker and did about two and a half years backpacking after uni which I really loved, I loved travelling, and um, but yeah, loved Australia, settled here, I finished a science degree and went back to Ireland temporarily, qualified as a teacher and yeah, since settling here, I've been in Perth since 2011, got two young boys now, two and four, so mumming as well as working, um, but yeah, I guess that's me. We've kind of lost
2: ourselves, so when people ask about yeah, like, ourselves, God, oh, like, oh oh, who, are oh, who are we outside of this? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Perth-born and bred um, what we WA people call sand-gropers. I am truly a sand-groper, live at the beach and um, love the sun. Um, but, yeah, my uh, my child's actually at the other end of the spectrum. I've got the 20-year-old, so my life has just begun again, which is really nice. Yeah, I'm not jealous at all. Yeah, she's not <laughs> jealous at all. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> growing up in Perth, always been interested in helping people, um, worked in education and also had my own counselling practice for a long time, and I guess that that's the nice thing about Moving on in life is everything can come together, and that's really now where ideas are blending mm. people, good service, and and education all together. So, yeah. Very
0: good. So I am a more at the end of years. So yeah. I have a, a seventeen and twelve. So yeah. and I, I don't miss the time of the baby. Mm. So and they lovely, yeah. but that's gone. I know. <laughs> I, I listen to her story sometimes. I'm like, I just yeah. empathize, but also I'm not jealous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Let's jump straight into uh, you guys, co-founder of uh, IDEA Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell us, what is IDEA Academy?
1: Yeah, it's essentially an alternative to mainstream school for young students that are creatively minded, perhaps um, entrepreneurially minded, um, and just looking to do things a bit differently. So our academy, it's um, we start with 15 year olds and all the way up to 24 year olds and there's full and part-time education options and really what it is, it's a place to come Embedded within the city, um, where they can study and make connections into the workplace, network and build, get ready for their next transition beyond um, secondary education, I guess. Yeah.
0: Hi. So, you operating, how, how many students you have, and you know, at which point they would come yeah. do you see you guys?
2: Yeah, well, we're um, in our second year of operation in our current form. Um, and we have 68 students that we service at the moment mm. um, but the demand we're feeling the heat of the demand out there and as Beck said it's it's because at the moment we' we're, we're occupying a space in between school and training and, and university so there's this group of young people knocking on the door for something different yeah. um, it's been a really great 18 months actually just to kind of understand what those pain points are and what people are really searching for and there's no one specific model at this point in time that that they want they want like a blended um, experience mm-hmm. as they transition so it's been interesting really interesting yeah.
0: yeah so i noticed when uh can i ask about yourselves that yeah you know, it's, it's, it's clear in the way you express yourselves your identities as moms and mm-hmm. you know as a female and yeah uh and you co-founders so can we talk a little bit about uh you know is it, is it a Crazy! I remember Rebecca expecting the baby and yeah. being <laughs> a co-founder, so isn't that a crazy idea to have those two yeah, projects is. going on at the same time? Yeah, 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 it is. I can't
1: say it was it's a insane. strategic decision. Mm-hmm. But, you know, life is that you just, um, you just roll with it, and the timing for idea was right, and I wanted a baby too, so we just birthed two babies at the same time. But, I mean... Yeah, it's definitely has been a challenge. I, I actually, um, myself and Nicole, went to the Plus 8 boot camp and spent a day pitching and pitching and pitching to so many people and four days later I gave birth. So that was an intense time. It but was very intense because
2: I got the call in the morning saying, I don't think I'm going to make it with you. I'm having contractions. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> but then um, I got to say, I mean, ultimately, it's because of, we're a team. And so, uh, you know, Nicole has been an incredible, incredible support. And I think just the nature of the stages we were at with our company um, and in 2021, just still getting it off the ground, although we had some part-time students, it, it allowed me the flexibility to raise a young child and um, do the business. And then obviously my husband as well was at home for six months and um, supporting too. So that helped. Yeah,
0: you. That's nice. So uh, you, touched the, you touched the point of the, you know, the, the partnership, the co-founding sort of experience. And uh, one of the things we talk a lot about uh, when we meet uh, founders, and uh, particularly when we meet soul founders, is uh, you know that's uh, is crazy to be a soul founder? Uh, how how you, how you met, yeah. and that was how, how that how connection that happen? happened, and that, that how 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 that happened.
2: I, I really take my hat off to soul founders um, for a few reasons. Just the having a sounding board is is so critical. Somebody mm-hmm. who is as passionate about what you're doing as you are um, and has as much invested as well. But then also just to kind of... It's a personal growth journey as well. Like, we've actually got really, really good at giving each other the space to break and then, like, we kind of take it turns. Like, one of us breaks, the other is supporting and then the other one's up and and then we can come together sometimes. But how we met was through a mutual connection. Um, Chandra from... Um, Space cubed general manager of Space SpaceCubed, um, he indicated that we were, we were working on something very similar and so we met, but I think that sometimes um, co-founding is fated, uh, I certainly um, felt that, we had very, very similar values, same level of work ethic, I mean I've never met a workhorse, that kind of matches what yeah. <laughs> I can do as well and so it's um, we're a bit of a force to be reckoned with um, in that regard. But. Um, also the complementary skill sets and experiences. So with a, as a sole founder, you have to be an incredible um, yeah, powerhouse to have everything you need. So I think as a sole founder, an important part is to have a team around you that, can, um, that you can lean on. When you have a co-founding relationship, um, I don't know, there, it's quite a um, complex mix of, of skills and experience. And whilst you still need people, I think you can get more done mm. um, in a way. And last possibly longer. So, yeah, that concept of most startups fail. Um, I don't know, we certainly have had those opportunities to um <laughs> to to the To in, yeah. But it's sometimes been one of us, one of the other ones saying, that. No, come on,
1: let's go, we've got this, we can do this. So, yeah. Mm. Definitely that sounding board, like you say. Mm. Yeah, it's so important to have somebody that's as invested as you are in your vision.
0: Mm. Very good. So uh, I'm curious about your, uh, your why, right? So I remember having conversations in the past about the academy and you talk about the fact that uh, you know, disengagement of students at school is quite uh, relevant these days and etc. cetera. Uh, where, where the passion to do what you're doing come from?
2: It's multifaceted that you can come yeah. at the why from a, a lot of different angles. So I think um, from an economical point of view, um, if you look at Australia um, and our competitiveness in, in the globe, um, in global economy, um, if we are going to maintain our grip on the market, then we need a different workforce. Our education system is is. Um, heavily responsible for preparing the young people that are coming into that workforce or needing to create the solutions to the big problems that are out there. And if if it doesn't start there, then there's too much of a gap to kind of catch up.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's kind of like the economic um, perspective. Um, but we know that with business and industry as well, they're saying the workforce isn't matching what we need. We need it faster, better, bigger, different. Um, we need to innovate. We can't be replicating... Um, current markets that are out there that can do things cheaper um, and more more efficiently than us so um, yeah that would probably be the business kind of um, angle and industry angle but then there's the personal and really that's what drove that was the first why is you know experience as a parent of a young person that doesn't fit the system but heavily engaged and so what we see is that there's a lot of young people who want to be engaged who want to learn who have got amazing talents that are not hidden they're out there Mm -hmm. but they don't fit the system and to me that is that is a lost opportunity for our community it's a lost opportunity for our economy um and it is a certainly a lost opportunity for that young person who's the rest of their life can be impacted by a mismatch between their education experience and who they are Mm.
0: yeah 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 absolutely so we do uh my own experiences in the uh traditional education system so as my my experience, my kids' experience. Same.
2: <laughs>
0: so, uh, and I hear that uh, the experience that you're already having in, uh, in uh, educating this or is actually bubbling already. That sort of entrepreneurs and mm. etc. Can you yeah. talk about some of those stories?
1: Yeah, sure. So obviously, there is a big focus on entrepreneurship in our program and interest-driven projects. And already, yeah, there's been a number of like ventures that are emerging and. Um, one of our students, um, Harry, that graduated last year, is now working at Better Labs Ventures on, on their Drip Invest project. Um, within our academy, um, there's cool little organizations forming. Uh, one is Netic, which is like a LinkedIn for, the, for sporting clubs and community clubs, uh, ways for cu- clubs to find players and players to find clubs in a local context. Mm-hmm. We have um, one of our youngest students is Lucas Lane. He has a company, Glossy Boys, that does nail polish for boys, so he's already got a running business and Mm -hmm. has come to IDEA because we provide the flexibility that will allow him to run his business and grow his business and learn the skills while still learning and and building his qualifications. Lucas's
2: issue was that he had to run a company and go to school and that the the (laughs) structure of school did not allow for that. for that commitment of time and he, he needed to to stick with their routine basically and he couldn't do both. His poor kid was burning out at such a young age and he wanted to go skateboarding and just be a kid and he needed more of that time. So yeah, yeah, that's his engagement with us.
1: It was. Yeah, we've got some gems. I mean, everyone's there for a different reason. We kind of talk about our kids are more like the co-founding team or the executive yeah. teams. So there's our coders who are like future CTOs or tech support and, and there's our, our, Design. our designers comms people, it's every, you know, you could come in and just pick your fanning team from our kids. It's, it's so
2: cool meeting them. Like an the orientation day, you're like, oh, look at, look at that one. Um, so one of them, for instance, we were, we were at TAFE yesterday actually, um, looking at their product design course, which is very cool. It's like, it can be anything. And we thought this is going to be great for one of our kids called Kai, because we did orientation day in a Lego activity. And he had about 17 moving parts of this, little piece of Lego, mm. um, builder, yeah. and he doesn't know what he is yet, but we can see it, we can spot it, we're like, right, we need to incubate that and ex- yep. and expand that, and oh. then we're down to the designers that I, I don't know why they're not working at Pixar or for a top designing companies right now, because I've never seen talent like this before, yeah. sure. and they're gonna be amazing that way. And then we've got our hustlers who have can't put anything on paper, but they could probably um, negotiate and hustle their way to a, yep. a deal quite easily, so you're like, okay, we need to magnify that. So when you come into idea, it's alive. Like it's yeah. it's quite an alive experience and it's dynamic. No day is the same and it's quite exciting.
1: We had, um, I'm just thinking of one of our students over the summer, he came back in and, and the first day we saw him again, he's like, oh, so I've created this dropshipping company and um, do you wanna have a look? And he has like a website and a product. Uh, he was so proud of himself. And that same kid, um, we met with um, Derek George at one point and he's an investor in Perth for those that don't know then he'd be like oh i got a i got a text message of someone that said hey uh, my name's tom i'm an idea academy student just reaching out to build my network over the summer You've any connections? I was like, oh my god, it's on you, Tom. We might need to work. <laughs> we on had we did not give him your yeah, we did not give him your number. Yeah, we did
2: him your but he but he'd actually gone to the website and, and yeah, found and find the the, um, the purpose ventures um, number and and got that way. He's yeah. So that they're, yeah. they're, they're the types of kids that we've got. They're not disengaged. Mm-hmm. Then they can't be disengaged when they've got that. They're just disengaged from a learning environment that
1: doesn't. From seem mainstream. Many. Yeah.
0: So it's it's, it's interesting. Well, oh, you, you pack so much on that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that is that sort of a building social capital, like the boys doing reaching Absolutely. out there. So is that uh, you you teach that or that normal? We provide the environment or?
2: to do that. Network yeah. is everything. That's how we got here, isn't it? Yeah. Like mm. it's it's, Absolutely. it's going out and being a good person and showing that you're you know you've got a good idea and being able to listen and yeah. be coachable. All those qualities you can't teach at school. You can't yeah. do that. What you can do is be put in the situation where you experience it and watch it. So, we have always had people coming to IDEA every single week um, from the startup community or business um, and presenting to the students, but also engaging with them. They're you know, engaged in a project with Better Labs, they go through that ideation session and to prototyping and understand all of that. We, teach, we do teach them to shake people's hands yeah. um, as one of the first things. A good handshake. good handshake. Because hand we have presenters and there's nothing worse than the kids all kind of just sitting there when it's so finished and like, yeah, anyway, blah, 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 on their phones. They said, no, someone's come and given their time to speak yeah. to you and it's intimidating no matter how old you are. What would you do in this situation? I'll probably shake their hands. Yeah, do it.
0: And so we mm-hmm. had a presenter
2: yesterday and said, I've never had a young people come up to me in an kind of education setting and shake my hand before, ever. Yeah. So, yeah. No,
0: that's very good. So, that's, uh, and, you know, that's uh, as, as a capability, that's social capital mm-hmm. thing. So, that's something that we are looking retrospective. So, you know, that's the thing that took us to be where we are and mm-hmm. how we teach that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of, yeah, no, I don't know where I learned that.
2: You just got to get out there. Like, West Tech was a good one. We took yeah. a bunch of um, students to West Tech and saw the Class A um, crew from last year pitch and. Just being in that environment and seeing when people are mingling and networking, how you do that, and, and we yeah. did have that experience when
0: you <coughs> did some of that to me, and the we did, yeah, shake, yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. So there's a few things there as well. So remember, uh, I remember you, said, you you mentioned about the young, uh, you know, person that's actually doing running yeah. a company and having to study and etc. And I many times spoke my kids about you know what you know, what company are you going to open, or this, or mm. that, because... i hate uh, to be your kid. that's my... <laughs> yeah. So, but I heard from my younger one that, uh, oh, this is not something for kids, so I cannot have a company, and, yeah. you know, that's something that... So, well, why are you saying that? So, yeah, of course you can.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, uh, and yes yeah, so I'm thinking about those structures that tell what you can and what you can't, and then mm. somehow limit it. So... Uh, Is it not only that? So one thing that what you doing make me remember is uh, the teasers is that there is these kids that are disengaged and they are your hanging fruits, so you know you can you know pick them and you know offer something different. But I remember as a personal experience, I remember the fact that I fit. That system, so you know, I mean, that so I was there attending the classes, and doing my tests, and doing well, so potentially gonna be a very good ATAR mm-hmm. student, right? But I hated, yeah, I wasn't engaged whatsoever, yeah, so you know, engaged. I, I was just lucky and blessed that I was able to fit the system. You were yeah.
2: compliant,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but I wonder the potential that's lost
2: there
0: mm. because. Disengage, you're not, you're not being productive, you're not actually improving yeah. in any yeah. sense.
2: Or being challenged. Because yeah. you were probably challenged intellectually, mm. slightly, maybe, maybe not, um, but you, you weren't out of your comfort zone, were you? Mm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So uh, tell me a little bit about the future. Um, so,
1: yeah.
2: Exciting time. We are at a really exciting time where yeah. Yeah, we're feeling the pressure
1: to grow um, yeah. and, and to
2: change as well.
1: And yeah. that's it. The last kind of well, the last 18 months really has taught us so much and we've been so deep in it, mm-hmm. like learning what is working, what's not working, how are kids responding to, and, you know, thankfully families and students have loved it, so at least that pressures off, but mm-hmm. now it's really about growth and how do we support more kids and, and the model going forward. So yeah, really we've, we're kind of just shoring it all up now and then from next year looking to open our first regional hub and from there, will just grow and grow as, as communities mm.
2: look to start, uh, start a hub. And we're, yeah, we're excited about this kind of new model that we're heading to and more of a training focus and vocational focus because we can actually address the young person who doesn't know, he's at a school maybe, but doesn't know how to start a company um, or, or business mm. or wants to go through a mini accelerator um, all the way up to the 25-year-old who has been working and got a great business idea and they need to go through a deployment program or something like that. Yeah. So, we're at a very very cool point in the company it's still it's probably i think this year's harder than any other year well because so, um,
1: we've we've grown we've i tr- mean our you know, yeah. full-time academy has tripled in size and then and we obviously are still on boarding we'll have an intake mid-year as well mm. so you know it's it's the additional complexity that comes with that but it's all it's exciting but yeah we're looking forward to actually building our team as well yeah so it's not as much just me and nicole and yeah
0: well you're talking about that growth but uh, i'm more interested about more, more the dreams so i talk about oh,
1: yeah, expanding
0: yeah. regional and etc. but is this is this regional western australia is this australia is this yeah where else yeah,
1: yeah. it's everywhere man i think <laughs> <laughs> wherever there's you know we um yeah look i mean east coast would be great as a start but then yeah beyond that um you know we've kind of looked into singapore as a, a potential next step but, uh, you know, the way the model is designed, it could really work anywhere in the world. And um, we, we kind of see ourselves as like the co-learning to WeWorks co-working. You know, if we can set up the infrastructure um, anywhere in the world that a student can access and co-learn with other students, individualized projects supported by facilitators who have particular um, training to be able to do that. Um, yeah, why, why couldn't it be accessed anywhere in the world? And locally relevant as well. So the regional hub mm. that we're looking at um, establishing, Currently, they
2: have a uh, you know some specific needs in that community, um, and what we've noticed our part in community initiatives like that is that when you have an initiative, if a person leaves it, so does the initiative usually, or the the project that's being worked on it usually crumbles. But with a um, organisation such as Idea, being that um, I guess the structure that doesn't move despite people moving around, then um, that means that that connection with local industry and young people and And I guess um, building the pipeline of of, of um, talent and workforce in a community that's at least stable by having an idea hub there and the infrastructure supplied by
1: idea Mm. yeah Mm. I'm already um, facing that issue now because my son has just started kindy but I want to travel to Ireland in December and so I'm gonna have to pull him out of school for a few weeks you know school will be finished and I, I think families are more mobile and young people certainly want to travel so that idea that you can you can go anywhere access your education online but be in a hub that's familiar as a young person like you want to be in some sort of a setting where there's community and there's support so to be able to access some sort of educational experience and community wherever you go would be
0: pretty cool yeah very good okay so you, you are in your journey as co-founders startup and etc so I wonder uh, how are you guys going as as a startup? So you're getting to a point where to grow you need more capital. Mm. How that connection to investment happens, and where, where, yes, where where are you as a venture?
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean we're still in the early days, but we're going to be this year um, looking to do a Series A raise and um, to support our team to grow our team and then to be able to grow. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, we've got our kind of five and 10 year vision, but it's, yeah, right now we're just looking to, we've got a great team of investors already who support a, who's to support the vision. So um, we're just working on the 2.0 iteration at the minute.
2: Well, at that point where we've been so operationally involved um, and we, we still need to because we invested very heavily in culture and quality and um, yeah, I guess it's that customer service aspect and seeing what, what is needed. Um, but we, we need to get a little bit of air now to be the strategic thinkers that we are. Um, we're actually going to go away this weekend just for a strategy weekend, her and I. Um, and because life happens, especially as female founders, you know, life is happening around you all the time. Um, and you, it's very, very hard to, to get any extended period of time to, to do strategy. You need to be out um, and have space and be able to take breaks and, mm. and not have the, Mum, can I have this? Or <laughs> go pick up that? Or oh, are you going to put my polls order it Or yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, yeah.
1: But so, it's, yeah, it's going to be that nice phase because one of the best things about, you know, entering into that period of doing a raise is you get to speak to people. You get yeah. to speak to investors. And not only is that, um, you know, about finding people that, want to buy into the vision but it's also getting advice yeah and getting feedback and and also gaining confidence that this can work and I mean you were one of the very early conversations we had and just the fact that you thought eh, yeah that's really cool was was so important to us I think as co-founders in the early days because you have this idea and you're like well, here's what we're thinking and for somebody with such experience to be like you guys are onto something there yeah you know even that it's just you it, it, it means the world to to you as a co-founder and so it's exciting to also be entering that period of getting back out there and speaking with yeah. people about this is what we're thinking, guys. Like, what do you reckon? And then... Because we've been missed
2: that. 18 months of not being able to do yeah, that. Just and being... so, um, yes, if you feel good when you go out and you share what your um, innermost dreams are about your <laughs> company and having, yeah, having that validation from people, yeah. but also learning. So mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of the teaching, um, not necessarily um, just for the students, but staff and, um, understanding yeah the nitty gritty of the business, but we haven't really learned anything yeah, we want to get um, out there. around our company and business um for for a while now. So yeah, we're just responding. So we're looking forward to receiving a little yeah. bit again. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. So uh we are in that sort of uh, you know that sort of moment where I I, I, I love these conversations, and uh, we normally try to do that. You know to, to fit within thirty minutes, so we can you know don't make episodes that too boring for people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, and and what happens is that I want to ask more questions, but I'm, I'm going to ask an, another one just to yeah. uh, to us to get to a close. Yeah. Uh, so I reckon that one very. Uh, relevant stakeholder in this universe of you know where you play are uh, the parents mm-hmm. us uh, and uh they're actually trusting their precious mm. you know god to uh to you and uh do you have any stories of parents coming the other side and seeing what's happening and being everyone happy
2: yeah every single one is like that yeah, Do you I think mean like
1: uh, feedback from parents yeah. coming to oh. us and finding us a bit, um, initially as well. We're it's, we're often a last resort, aren't we? Yeah, moment? well, we and it's actually yeah. really nice. Some some of my favorite calls um, during the days when we were answering the phones <laughs> from parents was just the relief. Yeah, the parents were like, "Hey, I've just come across you guys," or my friend told me about you guys, and here's my story, and here's my kid's story, and just the kind of almost desperation, and And just to be saying, yeah, Yeah. so just to be able to tell them, it's, oh, you're gonna be okay, your kid is gonna find a place, and it may not be us, although we're like, yeah, we think we can offer something, but just telling parents the message that it's gonna be okay, and your kid is gold, and don't don't forget that. Yeah, and, but yeah, the feedback from parents has been phenomenal, and we, you know, they get emotional, we sometimes get emotional just in the day-to-day conversations, because, like you say your precious cargo and having just sent my little son to kindy you know you're you're you're, yeah, you're sharing it with somebody else and to know that they're in a place where that cares for them but it's also going to provide them with a really great experience I think is
2: yeah is the age group that we've been um, working with as well is such a volatile age and so that's terrifying for parents to start off with so um, what's really nice I think uh, the reaction that they the reason they're loving ideas is because they're part of a team and we don't say okay give them to us and we'll sort it or or you know we can't um, engage we it's actually a team um, effort so it's kind of like that primary school model where when you're primary you could go knock on the door talk to the teacher sit in the classroom all of that stuff Um, and we're kind of bringing the parents on board as well as part of the plan and just to be able to also have a point of reference that um, we've got a connection a wide network and just to be able to have quite a comprehensive strategy for their young person so I think that's been really good but yeah, there's students who wouldn't go to school um, um, at all and rock up every single day now, whether they feel like it or not. So sometimes they just get there, and that's the half the battle. And we can work with that if they're there because that means they're willing, and then we can find something on that day. That, um, we just kind of meet them where they're at. So, um, and then we've got you know people saying, parents saying that's it's the happiest my child's been for, for years and years, and they've got a smile on their face, and finally, you know, we get to have our child back, and so that's mm-hmm. that's what keeps us going.
0: So it's such a pleasure to have you guys you. Uh, with us. So I have to confess that uh, one of the things that we know, so maybe not all people know, so as in my, my journey as an entrepreneur and, and and as an investor and being passionate about education, so one of the things that I you know as a, I, I put an offer to be investing in you guys and, I, and you pass, which is I not think very.
1: Came back. Well, we came <laughs> back with <laughs> some terms that <if> you <laughs>
0: decided not to go with.
1: to be honest. So, but it's
0: but it's very interesting because are you uh, it's not common to see in founders that sort of, uh, uh, you know, the, the assertivity, the, the you know, the, what you want to do, what do you know, the terms that you're putting, you know, you have to work with. So that that sort of thing indicates uh, very uh, more likely. Entrepreneurs to succeed, which is uh, which we've seen the result, right? So Rebecca, Nicole. So for anyone that want to know more about it, want to get in touch with you. So what's the way? What's the best way?
1: Yeah, so probably through our website. So it's idacademyonea dot com or just find us on social media, and um, you can connect with us through there. Mm-hmm.
0: Here we go. Mm-hmm. So everyone, get in touch. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to have you guys ended changing the game we mm-hmm. had nicole at the very beginning yeah. uh as we mentioned we changing the changing the game so it's a different colors different everything beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i hope that everyone listening to us and enjoy it I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will mm-hmm. and yeah looking forward to keeping in touch and uh, mm-hmm. thank you very much
1: no, thank thanks you. for having us bye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.